It is a period of civil discourse. Fans of the Mission to Zix podcast have banded together to devote even more time to the Mission to Zix podcast by talking about it in a long-format fan podcast. This is the Zix Fancast. Zix Fancast. We will be talking about episodes of the wonderful science fiction podcast Mission to Zix. Today we are discussing episode 213, Attack Some of the Clones, featuring Leslie Collins. We're your hosts, Brandon. And Rebecca. And we have a special guest, Leslie Collins. Hi! Hi! (laughs) We are so delighted to have you on. Oh, well thank you for having me. Um, This is such a pleasure, so thank you. You know, uh, honestly this this is... one of the most wholesome episodes of Mission yes. 6, and I think that, like, this is when we need this. Oh, yes. Yes, it is a little bit difficult these days, so, yeah, mm. listening to it again, I, I, yeah, I just was thinking to myself, oh, I'm laughing, this is so joyful, and I haven't felt like that a lot lately, so maybe we oh, all I need know. a little Janelle Fitzmaier in our life, uh, you know, every now and then yeah. to perk us up. I, I would say you're probably not the only <laughs> that would that would say that. Um, but yes. Um, so let's go over the synopsis of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crew is sent to a Clint cloning facility on a high stakes sabotage mission. Plek gets a hug. Dar and Nermit exchange lists. Bargy preps for an audition. So uh, make sure to listen to the episode first. Uh, and if you haven't, what are you what what are you doing? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. But come on. <laughs> it's come on we, we also will probably be uh spoiling a good chunk of the more recent episodes uh as we are currently recording episode 407 is out mm-hmm. but i can't imagine we'll go super that much further yeah but you know yeah uh all right so why don't you mm. take us through yeah um i just had a few a few questions um, yeah, so they did mention at the beginning of the episode that the idea for it came from a, a Patreon supporter. So um, where did you get the idea for Miss Janelle from? Um, to sort of fit in <clears throat> with that. Good question. Um, I think what happened was um, they don't normally uh, go in with, you know, sort of uh, overarching, like, in, you know, an I big idea or a plot. Mm. They normally, I think, go in a little bit more free and wherever it goes, goes. But um, they decided to, yeah, like go with a, a listener suggestion. And so I had offered up a couple of options. But me as a player, anyway, I, um, I, I, uh, I like to do character based improv anyway. So mm-hmm. I knew uh, Jeremy, I've played with a ton and uh, Mujan and I were on a UCB, like a mod team. And I did musical improv with, with Jeremy and, um, and Winston. I was, I, I had done a couple of baby ones candy shows with him. So uh, I knew I kind of wanted to play into, uh, since I knew them, all fairly well play more with them so I gave him a couple of options like a, a love interest for C53 or Jeremy or playing with Mujan a little bit um, and I I can't really remember how it came up but I just this was one of the options I I had given them who was just a character I had kind of been wanting to tinker around with um, it's like very wholesome yeah yeah and they they all once I mentioned her they were like oh my god yes because she's based on my uh, one of my childhood friends, it's her mother. I'm just playing her mother. And, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And so I kind of did her voice and then, you know, all my other suggestions were like, no, thanks. Uh, we like her. So they, <laughs> they, uh, they were like, let's try with her. And so, yeah, that's how she kind of came to be, or at least that's the, that's the option that they, that they liked. So that's how Miss Janelle popped in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes so much sense. Like, the, let me tell you something. This, the whole, this episode slots in incredibly well with the rest of Zix canon. <laughs> like, every bit of Miss Janelle explains so much about Clint's. Like, well, it may be because 
you know, I was a replacement. I was not supposed to, I, I hadn't really been a listener of the show. I just knew that my friend Mujan and Jeremy were doing like a podcast and, and I, you know, used to live in New York for many years with, with them and, uh, had moved to Los Angeles. So this was during when they, they went out to do a, a live show with the dynasty typewriter. Yes. In Los Angeles, and I had just gone to the show. I just got a ticket just to support them and to see them and see what it was all about. So I had seen the show the night before, and that's all I really knew about the podcast. And uh, and that was also a completely different show. So I didn't really understand the folklore. I didn't understand really any <laughs> any of it. So when I they asked me whoever it was probably a famous person because I think that that time they were probably trying to find you know bigger names in L.A. But I think one of their bigger names had fallen through, and then Mujan was like, "Can you can you just jump in?" And I was like, "Sure, I, I I'll jump in, but I don't know." anything about this world <laughs> and so I think uh-huh. that may be why they have they break down a lot of things or explain a lot of things is because me uh, as the person had absolutely no idea what they were improvising about so uh, that's also why there's a lot of laughter and like guesswork on my end you know when I'm improvising because <laughs> I don't no, know I... <laughs> how anything in the world works so yeah it plays super well, though, honestly. Mm. Like, if I don't, if, if there was more that you felt that you tripped up on, like, it was edited out seamlessly. Yes. I mean, the recording session was at least four hours, I think. Good and plus, a, oh, plus wow. a taco break. So there was a lot of... Oh, well. Uh, there was a lot of them catching me up. Uh, also, I made plenty of mistakes, like things that I, you know, you can't say God and Rod mm. and all oh, those yeah. things that I just you know, within the character who she is would normally say those things. So there was a lot of going back and me saying, oh, say that the way you would, we would in the podcast with the podcast lore. So. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, I know they give a little spiel at the start, I think they've said, but they have, um, uh, yeah, realistically oh, sure. there, there is uh, four hours. Whoa. It was long. It was long and it was hot, but I mean, it could have just been because we were, you know, we were having a good time, you know, and they were all, you know, staying in one house together. So there was no rush or oh, people yeah. didn't have anywhere to be. They were just in L.A. So, That's yeah. So it was. Um, but I yeah, I think it was definitely it was a long one, but I totally loved doing it. And for me, I just got to hang out with my friends and I knew of the other people just from the improv world, but I never really had a chance to play with them. So it was a really fun time uh, had by all of us, I think. Yeah. Well, Miss Janelle's definitely a fan favorite. So oh. we'd be very glad to see her back. <laughs> oh, I love that too. You know, it's fun. Um, you know, Mujan is like, people love her. And I was like, really? Yeah. really? <laughs> no, because I don't, I don't listen to it. I'm so terrible and I should. <laughs> But I think it's like one of those things I have to start from the beginning and continue through. And it's just a lot of time. Um, but it's always really sweet to when I when I know that people, you know, they love her, I guess. And um, and I, I love her, too. She's really fun. But like I said, I'm just playing my friend's mom for the most part. So <laughs> or at least her accent. Uh, is, mm. Yeah. OK. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. But you yeah, wanna, you, you got any more questions? <laughs> or you want to st- sorry. No, I mean, <laughs> she answered half of my questions in her oh, answer, so that's fine. I know, yeah. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Very thorough. Cool. So uh, we'll go into the recap. Yes, absolutely. Cool. Okay. So um, it starts with, of course, Plek asking C fifty three about the if, eye. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it would hatch, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's just, not fine. It's not fine. It's four times the size of his other eye. That's not fine. Yeah, it's just and it's just like it's probably like you know you're just like well I have this medical issue I'm just gonna take care of it later like but treating like a bug infestation. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> sure they all are very laissez faire about it because yeah. he's just walking around with that out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> just very very abnormal. No, like no one calls him out on it. It seems. I suppose we can all get used to the abnormal with enough time, eh? Yeah, when that all happened, I wasn't, when they were talking about that, I wasn't sure um, 
that was just like another thing. They were like, he has an egg for an eye. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but I didn't know of if it course. like it happened regularly or like recently or I couldn't quite figure it out. So it was this season. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't exactly know what that was like. So I was like, oh, okay. That, yeah. But one thing you have to kind of realize too when you're recording in a room is that all of these improvisers play different roles. And so when we're, yeah. when we're rehearsing, you only hear their actual voice. So you don't necessarily mm. know who's talking, if it's Bino or if it's Rolfus or, you know, people that play Earth. Uh, you yeah, just know yeah. that like Mujan does a number of different roles and you're like, oh, okay, I don't know. Cause you have to understand the context of what they're talking about to kind no, of put sense. it together. So that's also like a, a really funny moment. I remember thinking, <laughs> oh, that's, that's okay. All right. So I've got to remember he's got an egg for an eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. This show is weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. But you know. Yeah. So Dara and Nermit have been uh, talking and decided to write yes. down their feelings and past partners. Yeah, exchange lists. Yeah. They both have vastly different sizes for partners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's becoming apparent that these two are very different from each other. Yes, but, you know, at least they both respect the bureaucracy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I could write down all of my feelings if I was asked to write them all down, because half the time I don't even understand my own feelings. <laughs> yeah, listing out your feelings is not, like... Uh, is that, like, more of... I feel like that must be some kind of, like, thought exercise, right? Like, mm. just instead of writing, like, a, in a journal to be, like... This is how this blah 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 keep going. You just condense your feelings and take note of them. It could be a helpful thing. I don't know. Yeah, mm. some sort like of a therapy? meditative I mean, sort of thing. We know Bargy's been in therapy, so. Yep, <laughs> we do. But um, the yeah. Oh, and oh my God! Like when he writes down his Nermit writes down his list of past oh. partners. Yeah. He he just writes Dar. Oh, oh, oh my heart! <laughs> like oh boy. How did Dar not know this? Nermit is so precious and we must protect him. Yes. But, you know, oh, yeah, Bargy you... interrupts this, yes. Yeah, she has a big audition coming up, but yep. doesn't, doesn't know anything about it. Yep, no no scripts so far, just like, I'm, I'm just not... going to practice listening to everything. I'm not an actor, but this doesn't sound normal. It doesn't? <laughs> but, it's for Bargy, it's probably... You know, yeah. pretty standard. Yeah, I think I, I think I remember there was a lot more to that, how the audition came to be, and it was, <laughs> I think it was a lot creepier, uh, or a lot, no. a lot weirder than the cut ended up being. But I mean, in a great way, it was very, very funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do remember being like, oh, that's interesting, a ship that has an audition. Okay, another oh, yeah. thing that's like what? But it was great. I, I can't. I mean. Now that I'm thinking about this, like out of context, this must sound completely insane. Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. But I, oh that's the that's the fun stuff about improv is that you're like, now what am I doing? Okay, let's just do it and get through it and see what happens. And it was such a fun, it was a such a fun thing to do just because of those surprises that you really don't <laughs> you don't know what to do with, but you just say yes and build on it, and it becomes joyful and delightful. So it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So they get a call from uh, Rolfus. Oh, I do want to point Ooh. one thing out mm -hmm. before that. Uh, Bargy said, Bargy put up a younger picture of her when she oh. was a younger ship who had yeah. no wings. Yeah. That's yeah. just, she just went up and down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, you know, using a younger picture of yourself, understandable, but that's, that's quite a remarkable difference. <laughs> <laughs> because she was an elevator. Yeah. <laughs> oh god I mean they're gonna know that you used a different picture yes they are <laughs> is she still um, trying to get elevator chops there's a joke you know. in here about elevator pictures but I can't think of it <laughs> it's, no they did that at the end did they? <laughs> yeah. they don't, no they did not they, oh come on Okay. Um, yep yeah, so Rofus uh, needs to give them a much higher mission than they're usually equipped to deal with uh, yes. The reason being that everyone else has the cough on flu. <laughs> yep. Very, outbreak. very timely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because everyone went to karaoke. Yeah. And of so, course. 
don't go to karaoke. Of course, these guys didn't get invited to karaoke. No, of course. Because <laughs> they're practicing responsible social distancing. Yes, definitely not because they're weird. <laughs> yep. I relate to them so much more now. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so the mission is that they need to infiltrate a, uh, a clint-making facility. Yes. And they've got this one day of the year that they can go clintillion. Yeah, initially they're supposed to destroy it, which is like... Yeah. I was walked back quickly because mm. it's like, oh, with all these people here? Mm. But like, yeah, so a, 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 is it a, cot- a cotillion? cotillion? Yeah, Clintillion. cotillion. Yeah. No, the, the, the real word that it's based on. Cotillion, oh, yes. yeah. Which is... Um, so it's like um, a social dance or something? Yeah, you... In around sixth grade or something, especially in southern states like Texas, you have this really stupid thing called cotillion, where it's teaching kids who are like teenage, like preteens and barely teens, how to old school dance with each other and also how to eat properly. It's basically an introduction to society in these weird sort of you know they're making their debut into society and it's based on kind of an old weird southern tradition or maybe not even southern but it's uh that's what the the word is based on and a lot of you it's a lot of sixth graders in like nice suits for the first time or nice dresses (laughs) learning how to ask a girl or you know to dance and and it's it's very weird but it's a it still happens. <laughs> My nephews I mean, just did one, so it still happens. All right. Is there a shrimp well, buffet know. as well? I don't know. There's definitely there's oh. food for sure because they gotta know which <laughs> utensils to use. I feel like shrimp would be an odd choice for random preteen. <laughs> yeah, and plus you gotta just keep it you know basic for kids. I don't know what they eat, but it's usually pretty plain Jane chicken fingers and French fries. So fair enough. Yeah, like mac and yeah. cheese balls at best. Like, you know. Mm, but. Okay. So they are going to find the, the, the main cloning mainframe and uh, remove the DNA sample that's definitely not Rolfus. Definitely not. Yeah. Still still in denial about that. Mm. <laughs> Is he ever going to admit that it was him? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I think he knows. It's just... Denial. No. He's in denial about a lot of things. I think that he's called a Clint. I think Sisu calls him a Clint later on to be like, you, Clint. And he's like, don't damn say that. <laughs> but, you know. Mm. And I love the little setup here where they say, that, oh, you got to watch out for the facility manager to, cl- to clone all these Clints. They must be hard-boiled. Yep. <laughs> might have to take them out. <laughs> yep. Just, you know. Such a delightful misdirect for when we get there. <laughs> I know. Mm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, after that we have an ad. Mm, for Zip Recruiter. Yep. Just with the, with some more council, some more of the Shadow Council. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of course Tillian Rumpf has gone missing again. So, which you know, I don't know if that uh, I don't know if that has been resolved yet. So we may mm. want to look into that mm. later on in the season. Mm. I checked the uh, ZipRecruiter dot com slash Zix, and it, it redirects to the main website. So I don't know if that means it still works. So it might. Mm, Who knows? Could be. Anyways. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think they basically give the same deal for a lot of places. So, yeah. so they get to the Clintillion, where yes. they bump into a couple that tell them they have to try the shrimp. Yes. <laughs> the shrimp buffet. <laughs> and also you got to get a fast pass. <laughs> a fast pass. <laughs> I, love, I love that they're basically making, like, Clint Disney worlds. Because mm. this is, like... <laughs> like fast passes like there's a bunch of food you know food a bunch of events magic shows you know yeah i need to talk about these events there's a tap dance competition clint cuisine oh, yes. is that going to be like a bake-off but with clint's baking <laughs> baked down on the ground <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean it must be like, but I mean, realistically, like it's funny now because there is now a Star Wars world where stormtroopers are running around. So uh. normally this would have been weird, but now it's just like, yeah, okay. Yep. Nope. Checks out. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> and a close-up magic Clint. Yes. What, what magic are they doing, and is it going to be any good? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's actual. Maybe some Clints are actual wizards. You never know. Oh no! They, they, they could just reveal that to be like every fiftieth Clint is a, a necromancer or something. <laughs> oh no! 
I mean, I was picturing that's the really lame magic where you like you make it look like your thumb has been removed by placing I mean, your other thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they can actually remove it, right? Like they, mm. they, they, well, can, was... they can remove parts of them and it grows back. That's been established later. <laughs> Wasn't it just the pinky that could be removed? It, is it? I thought it was just the pinky. I feel as if it's probably more than that, but regardless. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Mm. So. Yep. So the cloning facility isn't on the map anywhere. They'll need to talk to the facility manager. Oh no. Who <laughs> we immediately meet who sounds just delightful. <laughs> I know, like the Oh god. The 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 misdirect with like, oh you gotta watch out like Oh it's the it, villain. <laughs> yeah, the fact that it's like it, at any point you could have played it to be like Oh, just kidding, shoot somebody to be, like, for shock value. But I, I love how just knowing how wholesome it is mm. and, and the crew is being like, oh, is she? Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I, I do remember finishing it. And um, I, d- I remember maybe feeling bad um, because, you know, when you do improv, you everybody kind of studies their own way they approach it. And um, I think they had all a lot of them had said that this felt so different to them and i maybe i just felt bad about that being like oh no i didn't do it right you know no, but what honestly. they what they were saying is that you know a lot of the people that guest with them play game or they not to say that they weren't playing big characters or whatever but the way i play with them where i i don't create conflict is a very different sure. thing for them is that i i mm-hmm. don't and this is the way i play usually anyway as i I'm not trying to find conflict and not every, there's a ton of other improvisers who, who do not operate or, you know, like they're always trying to find conflict or something. It's just sure. a matter of like how people play differently. And, um, and I think that that, that was one thing they said, it was like a little bit shocking or, or it felt so different because they couldn't find anything wrong with her or they, 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 <laughs> they liked her. And it was like, and no, I thought, I mean, Oh no, I made it. I did it wrong. You know? And they're <laughs> like, no, you didn't do it wrong. It was really fun for us because it felt so different because they couldn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't necessarily improvise in the same way that they normally mm. would with Miss Janelle in the room because they all liked her and they didn't have any problem with her. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. I mean, one of the things I love about this show is the fact that they subvert sci-fi tropes. So the fact that you were expecting Miss Janelle to be evil and then her not being is a beautiful subversion of what you're expecting. Right. It really is. Right. <laughs> so it just, it's perfect. I can't remember exactly how they described who I was going to be, but I don't think mm-hmm. they gave me too many, they didn't give me too many, you know, too many ideas. They were just like, play your lady and then she's just the leader of, she just builds all these clones. And I was like, all right, that's, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll just go with that. So no, I just went with like, that. Yeah, no, but like, so throughout this entire thing, we, we should move it along probably just to get into some of it. But like, you'll see later on, like when the Clints are interacting with you, that it is, it, it explains an immense amount about why the Clints are the way they are. And like, how i mean i guess they're like <laughs> their emotional like kind of like response to i don't know like coddling and flattery and like you know cuz it has been established that although they look full grown they are essentially children yes <laughs> uh but we're yeah. <laughs> so yeah miss janelle gives everyone a hug cuz of yeah. course she does yes of course which is that's, that's a- uh, I, I don't know if I described my physicality. I know she said she had big bosoms, but I was, mm, um, yes. I think, that was it. I think, I think maybe my only, that when I described kind of the way she looked is, you know, to them was like pearls or, you know, my friend's mom, who, like I said, I'm playing, um, she has a perfect, she has this hair from the sixties, I think that she's Mm -hmm. always maintained and it's, I don't know if she sleeps on it. I don't know if the woman sleeps at all because (laughs) her hair looks the same when she goes to bed as it does when she wakes up and it is perfect. It's almost like she would put her head like on like a neck pillow and like never. So I describe some of those things, uh, upon, 
I, I think when I first said this is the kind of lady I'd want to play. So adding the heel clicks and all that kind of stuff and some of the sound design stuff was um, uh, hmm. was from some of those suggestions and then they kind of ran with it too. Okay. What do you sort of picture her wearing? Oh, she's definitely wearing some low sensible heels, uh, <laughs> a knee-length skirt, uh, maybe a... Uh, a, a a, a blazer of some type. Um, mm. Yeah, she looks kind of like a business lady, but from the '80s in my mind. But then I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's the also. It, it is. It's an event. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Some a nice, sensible like dress up a little more than normal, but nice. Yeah. Business cash. Business. <laughs> yeah, business yeah. cash. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, they they can't believe that this is the person that they were expecting. And, uh, yeah, they're ask, like, there must be some trick or something. Yeah, like, are you new? No, 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 been there from the start. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, like, the, the subversion, like, this this is the cloning facility. Mm. You definitely expect a drill sergeant or something, but like, the the Clints realistically are, like, some of the least effective, like, mm. soldiers that mm. ever were, so this <laughs> makes so much sense. Mm. So yeah, of course, we have Clint 412 five coming over to let miss chanel know that he's cleaned his weapon what does she think <laughs> <laughs> just needing so much fun. Mm. i mean you know we all need a little yeah sometimes does, does she validation. think he's the best one at cleaning his weapon so th- for them but in the rest of the show just being like well i'm the best at doing such and shut such it's mm. as you're saying it sort of helps paint the picture of why it is the way it is so it, to me, it's it sort of, I had the mental image of sort of like, you know, a kindergartner sort of like coming over to the nursery teacher, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I answered like... the way my mom answers. Not that I've asked my mom who her favorite child is, but my <laughs> mom will say that. She's like, oh, we don't have a favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but again, it makes sense because they all then believe. Okay, I'm telling everyone else yeah. they're not the favorite, but you really. Are. Right. Yeah, she gives in just this one time. Right. <laughs> all of them think they are the alpha of everything, and I think that this just puts that into place very well. Mm. I, but yes. In relation to it, it's sort of sounding like a kindergarten. I need to know: Have you ever listened to any Joyce Grenfell? No. Who is that? Yeah. She was uh, a sort of uh, monologuist and sort of, um, um, well, sort of comedian in the sort of 60s and 70s. And one of the things she's most well known for is her her nursery school monologues, where she's just a harassed nursery teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I thoroughly recommend looking up some of her stuff on YouTube. Oh, I will. What's her name again? Mm. Uh, Joyce Grenfell. Joyce Grenfell. Okay, I'm going to remember that because that sounds delightful. Yes. Yes. Oh, God, where were we again? I keep getting lost in the fiction. <laughs> um, the Clint, the Clint and the Clint's, the song. Yes. Okay. Yes. We have to mention so, the song. Oh, we do. We do oh, absolutely have to. The... Uh, <laughs> Oh, and also that they're doing play fighting. Mm, yeah, we'll have to learn <laughs> yeah. how to spar. Yeah, <laughs> just jabbing some, some jab each other to death. So you know, whoops. Just, but, I, uh, I just love how any sort of little throwaway musical thing in this gets absolutely turned into a masterpiece. Oh yeah, every song Shane like has to just go like I, I remember them saying like they feel bad whenever they sing anything because that means Shaden is gonna go like you know go nuts well, well he has a background in music so one would hope he enjoys getting the opportunity to to stretch his musical muscles yes one would hope, i think but. we were looking for that because um i me personally i'm a musical improviser that's how i knew oh. jeremy and so i think we were looking for an opportunity at some point to either have miss janelle sing or or be able to insert some music in there and i I obviously didn't sing, but I was um, definitely it, like loved the idea. You know, everybody in the room loved the idea of it being more musical in nature. So, um, and Winston is also a musical improviser. So, um, him being the Clint's was you know perfect. Yeah, with the Clint filter too. Like, mm. Oh god! If you had it's sung a song, good. what would it? What would it have been about? Oh, Miss Janelle. 
Mm. Oh, probably about all loving all of her beautiful, beautiful children. Uh, and you're all my favorites. And you're all my favorites, <laughs> yeah. Uh, ex- <laughs> except for the one that got away. <clears throat> Rothfuss. You, you should talk to them about doing like a, a special episode like a special musical episode or something like that because i feel like they would love to put another album together and i'm not i don't want to sign them up for that like that but like that is something that is very popular amongst like people with bonus content oh it would be amazing Uh, the trick is it's been so difficult in the quarantine to be able to get Mm. the musical improv thing going just because of the lag it is possible or people are getting closer but it is a real challenge because wherever the accompanist is and you you can do it with tracks but it's uh it doesn't necessarily lend itself to in the moment improvising if you have a track or whatever so this may be in the future in the future (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, the get down song. Perfect. Yeah. 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 There would (laughs) definitely be a good album that could come out of, that could come out of the Clint's or a solo by Miss Fitzmaier. (laughs) Yeah, I could see it. And maybe Bargy's audition number. Oh, Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, for sure. (laughs) A Bargy's audition tape would be an amazing episode (laughs) by itself. Well, they... We have a tap dance competition here, and it was established in the, um, I think, the the, the Bermaful Nelodies album that they did, that Dar is quite capable at tap dancing. Yeah. I need an AJ and Dar tap off. <laughs> Ooh, maybe, you know. <laughs> Some conflict mm. starting to generate. Mm. But, you know. So, um, Plek notices how that she takes time with every Clint to build their confidence. And uh, Miss Janelle says that this is because every Clint is, is special, even though they're all clones. But it's a bit more sensitive. Yes. I yes. That was a little the hat tip to Monty Python, I think. Oh. Hmm. Every sperm Where... is special. Oh, yes. Uh... <laughs> that... no, oh, we that found we... another song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Every Clint is special. <laughs> but no, like. I know, like, they, uh, also, I mean, establishing, like, Miss Janelle had a son, definitely Rolfus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who she left Which, at the store. Yeah, at, when he was 30. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that was an actual story from my own life, because I got, my ooh. mom, I didn't leave the store, but I did get stuck in a grocery store when I was a little girl. My mom took me to the grocery store, and I remember my mom had on, like, it was the 70s, I guess, or early 80s, I don't know, and mm-hmm. uh, she had on plaid, like, bell-bottoms. And uh, I just took off from her at some point in the store and then grabbed what I thought was her hand, which was another lady in plaid bell bottoms. Oh, no. (laughs) And I looked up and I was like, it's not my mom. And then I went to hysteric crying. So that that thing about being lost in a store was sadly (laughs) from my own childhood. Oh, no. I found my mom like momentarily after that. She was pacing all through the store trying to find. I did not steal. A car and take okay. off <laughs> but that's uh that that's the improviser part up to that point me being clueless and then they r- were riffing on that and saying that's yep. when he was 30 and i was like yeah yeah that's when he was 30 because <laughs> in my mind i was like oh i lost him when he was a baby but no <laughs> i mean it's much funnier to be like he's just like i'm out of here yeah <laughs> she's taking way too long <laughs> You know, I mean, look, you gotta, you gotta leave the nest and become a rebel sometime. Mm. <laughs> you mm. know, yeah. So Miss Janelle made the Clint's in the image of her missing son. Uh, yeah. But this is interrupted by the fact that the Clint's are having a tush shaking contest. <laughs> yes. And in the confusion, they follow the mopping Clint. Mm. He's going mop down on the ground. Mm. It seems like they had sort of eluded her, but nope, nope. She catches them after she had to go for a tinkle. Nope. <laughs> yes, she had to tinkle. Yep. Yep. Just, you know, and just like, oh, sorry. Hey, did you want to get in this secure area? Sure. (laughs) I had to kind of think of the dumbest way I could get myself out of the way. So I chose tinkle. (laughs) Why not? You know. It's a funny word. (laughs) Anyway. It is. (laughs) It is. It's the K sound. And also it just makes it so much more like straightforward and wholesome to be just like, nope, I'm completely honest. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. So you'd think knowing how to clone a Clint would be like, you know, top secret information. 
No. Nope. Not nope. super. I think no one just bothered. <laughs> no, let me show you. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, of course, she shows them and a Clint comes off the line fully, you know, middle-aged, wearing a helmet. <laughs> yep. You know. Um, and and uh, this channel runs, ev- runs the machine herself every yep, time. by hand, yeah. Like, you know. Lovingly creates everyone. From Clint 1 to Clint 9276488. Well, that was, uh, <laughs> that was a redo, I believe, because I originally said, like, a number that did not work with their... Or at least when I was recording it, I was like... I don't know the I don't know the history of the show to know how many there are. So every one of those numbers and the way I say it slowly was me checking with Oh no, I got was that. checking with them like, how many Is another digit? Yeah. <laughs> I was real clueless. I was like, are there a hundred or there's millions? Or? I mean the fact that there are nine million according to the amount of digits it's like wow. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know how many digits I ended up saying, but yeah, not to put too yeah. fine a point of it, but they are cannon fodder, so there probably aren't that many still around. <laughs> but but all of them get the the touch of Miss Janelle's love, yeah. which is also like you know that's that keeps you busy. It does yeah. she cares for each and every one of them? You we know? need to do the maths to work out how many clints she could make in a day. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> but you know. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, unfortunately, again, they're interrupted because there's a Clint-off happening outside. So, Miss yep. Janelle needs to go and check that out, giving them the opportunity to uh, to try and remove the DNA from the machine. Yes. And, of course, plex, oh, plex it up. Did we, did we talk about the, like, the, the baby Clint going up? Oh, up! up. <laughs> and also being like, oh, Dar, you must have feelings. Oh, yeah. And Nora's like, you have more feelings. <laughs> Oh boy. The but, image you know. of him asking to go up was very sweet. You know, but I, yeah. I, I guess that Clint is bonded to Dar. Hmm. Oh, that could be an interesting thing to come I mean, up yeah, in the no, future. Th- this uh, Dar should find this Clint again in the future. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be amazing. He's imprinted on them. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, definitely. Yep. So Plex Plex up trying to remove the DNA sample and gets he gets rid of Rolfus's DNA. To be yeah, fair. He, he scoops it up with his Ugh. hand and then wipes off his hand. You dummy! Ugh. I mean, Plek doesn't understand how DNA works. No, well, fair. I mean, at least use no. the corner of your sleeve or something. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just put it right in the goop. Yeah, sorry, Ugh. juice. Juice. <laughs> juice, yes. Ugh. He describes it as juice. Ugh. But, you know. Mm. So they try to make a, a hasty exit before anyone can realise what's yep. happened. Like we better go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, before they can actually get off planet, they bump into a plint. Yes, a, so the... <laughs> a pink light infantry nomadic trooper. Yep, they, yeah. you know, the just fact... uh, mm. it just goes, hey, get down on the ground. What? What? <laughs> hey, oh yeah. no! And and they're just not intimidated in any way. No, of course not. No. Yeah. <laughs> and an actual Clint then telling the plints to get down on the ground. Are these guys bothering you? <laughs> The, I mean, the after credits thing was that, like, Wits is like, this is too stupid, right? They're like, no, it's amazing. Do it, yeah. You the know. fact that we don't have Clint's anymore and we now have Plint's is something I'm truly delighted by. I know. That I they love... just pop up from time to time. Yeah. I love Plint's so much. I need more of them in this show. Also, it seems like they're put kind of just, like, every once in a while. Yeah. Which is funny that that just, like, they just scatter them about, you know? Just be like, I <laughs> yeah. guess they could work now. Well, I suppose it wouldn't be as funny if you used it, you know, every other episode. Well, that's true. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that you still see Clint's and Plint's. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, after they've, I've realised what they've done, Dar asks, am I going to have to kill her? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said, they sound so sad about it. Oh, you know? <laughs> no, she's like, had punishment she's... enough. Yes. <laughs> Hey, what's that supposed to mean? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, God. It's truly, like, th- them realizing this. Oh, my God. This development is incredible. <laughs> to be like, well, we sort of did it, but, ooh, don't know how this is going to go. Did we make things better or worse? <laughs> I think worse is okay to say. Yeah, worse is safe to say. <laughs> but, mm. you know. So as they're leaving, a plint calls. 
but just yep. nice. I mean, it's kind. Just to hail them. Just yeah, say goodbye. It's fine. Someone's just like, what are you doing? Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the swirlies happened immediately after that. Yeah. I, I can just imagine, like, a horde of, of plinths just walking out and just being like, hey, what does this do? <laughs> hey, what does this do? I'm going to hail them. Okay. <laughs> so, Rolf- hey, who are you? <laughs> Rolfus calls and they tell him that they definitely succeeded. It's fine. Yep. No, no more Clint's. It's fine. No more. <laughs> Just, you know, they do not have your DNA anymore. Yeah. And the fact that Miss Janelle then sends them a letter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I loved this so much. <laughs> oh, God. Just it, a written, recorded letter. Was it, was it your idea to do the letter? Um, I can't really remember. It might have been. Um, I think it was also... you. I think so. I can't. Yeah. I can't remember. It, it, you know, we all we all definitely throw up so many options or ideas, and I think from that really long session, most everything we offered up, everybody everybody was like, "Yes, let's try it. Let's do it." That's why it was so long. So mm-hmm. um, it could have been a suggestion from anyone, but we all were like, "Yeah, that's a great idea," and then which led itself to her coming back you know, in other episodes or possibly being able to um, recur in some way with, with a mm. letter throughout the, yeah. the seasons. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Honestly, like... I think yeah. we really, we wanted to kind of button the fact that she, they liked, they ended up loving her in the same way that the Clints <laughs> did. And <laughs> she loved them, clueless to the fact that they were probably her enemies. She doesn't have any enemies. She just happens to have a job that's... <laughs> friends you haven't made friends with. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, was, uh, yeah. it was fun. It was a fun thing to do. It was a really sweet way to end the episode. Yay. It really was. Yeah. She was really fun to play. She was, and they were, they're such great improvisers. They're such fun people to play with anyway. So, I mean, you could clearly hear us breaking up a number of times, especially when I was trying to describe how the machine works, because it was really (laughs) shooting in the dark about what the machine looks like or how we mentioned the volume meter. Yeah. Yeah. That was... But the fact that you use, like, sometimes you just want to turn up the volume. <laughs> but I, I thought that the gag they were going to make is that you turn up the volume, make it clint, and it's shouting. <laughs> just mm. louder. <laughs> just the clone volume. No one needs a louder clint. <laughs> you know. I think that was just uh, a hat tip to uh, Spinal Tap there. Yes. Nice. So turn nice. it up to 11. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? It goes to 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, but, um, uh, yeah, I was going to say I I have some uh, some listener questions. Sure. So uh, this one is from uh, Nini. Uh, they would like to know: uh, it, Do you think it's hard to maintain a cloning facility, and can there be enough love for several thousand clints? Oh, million millions. With <laughs> with Miss Janelle, anything is possible. She leads with love, so yes, I think it's probably. A big job, but she probably, you know, has a very long days, but loves her job from the moment she gets up and sets her hair and has her mm. space coffee or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to bed with her, per- you know, puts her hair back in curlers. She's she's yeah. always thinking about the next best fun thing that she can do, whether it's a clintillion or a, a game night or a, or a camping event <laughs> oh or something. Gosh. She's always got oh, fun ideas. I've, I've just now got <laughs> into my head the idea of a bunch of Clint's playing Monopoly together. Oh, and I that fills me with so much joy. <laughs> I'm going to have to draw it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you think Miss Janelle got into that line of work? Oh, goodness. Um, I think she simply applied. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Um, maybe on ZipRecruiter? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't think she comes from any sort of, of imperial line where where the job would have been, you know, willed to her in any sort of way. I think just maybe her um, excellent, excellent people skills and yeah. coordin- and you know getting things coordinated and she just applied for the job and just yeah. she was the best candidate for the day 
Makes sense. <laughs> I kind of wanted to be one of the mothers of someone in the Council of Seven. <laughs> that would be fun, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so from yeah. Faye, does Miss Janelle know how jucked up her job is, or does she just refuse to acknowledge it? Oh, she's clueless. Uh, <laughs> she's just like, she, this is fun, right? Yeah, she just sees them as her babies. She doesn't exactly, you know, she doesn't put much thought towards the what happens to them after they graduate or <laughs> move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Bonesai would like to know, uh, what's Miss Janelle's favourite act in the Clint Talon show? Oh, the, her favourite act? Well, there's one Clint that does a just knock out a xylophone rendition of um, uh, the song from her home planet. So mm. she she really loves that. But, you know, she doesn't play favorites. So they all you know. um, have a lot of potential uh, to be great. Yep. They're all her favorite. They're all her favorite. Individually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Beerus would like to know what bedtime stories do the most Clints prefer? Oh, um... Goodness, ones about um, and uh, space animals that that jump, oh. yeah, oh. and little celestial comets and and oh, jumping over the moon. Yeah, she stuff. makes up. She makes them up every night, uh, th- and, and um, through the speakers, the speaker system, and just every Clint is tucked into their. <laughs> Space bed, I don't know. And uh, she she dims she dims the light. Sleep. Maybe she still dims the light and plays some nice soft, soft meditation music. And then she tells them um, a little made up story about space animals frolicking in space. And and um, and then she ends it uh, with an affirmation of love. Oh. <laughs> The most wholesome. <laughs> so wholesome. Uh, shall I do law? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Cool. Okay. So uh, the law we established this episode. Uh, Baji is on uh, social media, a uh, hologram. Uh, Baji would also totally do a nude film. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which would include um, mm, taking off her hull to show her bare engine. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yep. And when Baji was young, she didn't have any wings. Uh, there are horse riding events. Uh, there is an event called a Clintillion, which is uh, once a year in the autumn of the moons, where they do variety shows, including uh, tap dance competitions, Clint cuisine, close-up magic, and Clint tush shaking contests. Uh, Bebops and Zuzus. Did we establish if those were food? Don't think so. No. Yeah, they're Bebop. They're, they're foods. They're like... They're, I still imagine this being like candy or something. They're like, more like ding-dongs. You know what ding-dongs uh, are? And Twinkies, um, and we're like a soft... <laughs> like a soft pastry sort of thing. Yeah. Somewhere between mm. a cookie and a, and a ding-dong. I, we don't have ding-dongs in this no. country. That sounds rather rude. <laughs> well, Uh-oh. in America, we had the hostess, hostess yeah. ding-dongs. But it's okay. such a funny word. I may have used yes. I may have used ding dongs originally, but I changed it, or it became bebaps and zuzus because it's the same mm. sort of sound as ding dong. So. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, and uh, and Clint- and nobody's mind goes towards real ding tongs when you <laughs> change it from ding dong to yep. bebaps and zuzus. Fair, fair. Uh, clints are made by machines. They have uh, four buttons: the zabulator, the parrot. Pulse, the zenith beam, and volume. (laughs) Which is so funny because those are just completely, like, just sounds. Because I couldn't even think at the moment what any sort of, like, space, like, lever or button would be called. It just, (laughs) it makes sense, though, because why not? So those are just nonsense. (laughs) Just complete nonsense consonants plus plus vowels put together. (laughs) I mean, that's sci-fi for you. Yeah. Uh, it can take up to two and a half minutes to make a clint. They come out almost fully formed, but their minds are still undeveloped at first. Uh, we are currently up to clint 9627488. And there is a planet called uh, Vifius 3. I didn't miss anything, did I? I don't think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I wouldn't I know, but I think you did a great <laughs> <That's> job. <fair. laughs> uh 
I so I have a couple of choices for an ion cannon. One is more of one is another way to get you back on. Yeah, so and... ion cannons are sort of scenes we would have liked to have seen or sort of mm, like yes. okay. yeah. But uh so the way to get you back on is that uh there's sort of like a, a power vacuum in the galaxy right now. And I think what better way than uh Miss Janelle with her army of Clint's and love mm. uh, trying to put herself as the leader of the galaxy I think that would probably be the you know the most wholesome way and also sort of terrifying with her army of clones yeah I think she might have gotten to, into that job also by just simply applying for the job and being the most yep. uh, qualified yeah, everyone <laughs> suddenly it's Miss Janelle and they're like oh I didn't even know she was running but everyone wrote her in mm. <laughs> I mean, if, if it ended up being a, a democratic vote, everyone would vote for Miss Janelle. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's so nice, guys. <laughs> I mean, you know. But uh, the, other, the other way of doing this, uh, I think that they're... I think they have an opportunity to do something very cinematic here with... Uh, now that there are plinths and they're around, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I thought that this season four would probably have to end with having some kind of like final climactic battle where Plek has to get to like the core of the all wheat mm-hmm. to like separate uh, like the emperor and whatever, you know, from, from Bino and just like, he has to infiltrate it by joining an army of, of plinths mm. and dressing up like a plint so that like the all wheat doesn't know which one he is and has to like individually start taking them out or something like that. Mm, so. Interesting. Or I thought maybe a nice weird fake out on the end of the season would be that uh, they kill Plek, but it's actually it's just a plin. <laughs> that would like, be a good fake out. Yeah. Plek just walks in and be like, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> or Plint ends up on barge and they don't realize it's a plin. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Plek right now is a plin. Who the hell knows? <laughs> I mean, you know, I like Ooh. it. Okay. Mm. But also, uh, AJ is, uh, you know, a permaclint now, and meeting him meeting Miss Janelle would also be just delightful. That would be lovely, yeah. That, actually, that would actually be kind of nice that, like, they, they this season has kind of been them accidentally creating rivals for control of the galaxy. Mm. Uh, so I feel like going to the, you know, the Clint planet during other Clintillion or something like that would mm. be, like... And then, a, like, AJ being like, oh, yeah, we're doing this rebel thing, and yada yada, and it's just like... What's happening to my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, I don't want to like corrupt Miss Janelle's like character too much, but like I feel like she'd just be like, "No, nobody's dying anymore." Right? I think she'd be able to bring him together in some sort of song or some sort of confession of their inner feelings before things got too out of ha- out of hand. I think she yeah. would try to make make people get along in some ways, even if she does end up taking over the whole <laughs> universe. Mm. It would I definitely be by accident willing. if she ended up in charge of the, of everything. Mm-hmm. I think that would make sense, though. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. Oh, hold up. This is how this happens. <laughs> all the Clints get the right to vote, mm. and they all pick Miss Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Done it. Cracked it. Okay. Got it. So, um, fresh and whack. So, the best bits and the least best bits from this episode. What was your uh, your fresh and whack, Brandon? So, my fresh was, like, just the wholesomeness of the Clints around Miss Janelle. Yes. It was just so heartwarming. It also explains so much mm. about the personalities. Definitely. I mean, mine was just, just Miss Janelle in general. I mean, Aww. yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> truly one of the most beloved characters to come out of. Aw, thanks. That's so sweet. Well, what was your favorite bit from this episode, Leslie? Um, myself. Uh, no, I'm, yeah. no, I'm just, All I'm right. kidding. No, I, I think as I listen, I, I've listened to it a number of times, but, and I've also done little, you know, Christmas cards or whatever for certain episodes. I just kind mm. of, I, I listen and I just think more about the actual time I had and how much fun I had with the improvisers and how much joy we all brought each other in the room. So I, it's, it's the truth. It was, it's, you know, improv is fun. And most people are like, it's a cult people. And I'm like, yeah, it's a cult, but it's a cult of great people. (laughs) And um, so for me, it was just the joy of being clueless, but being supported Mm -hmm. by these really nice actors and improvisers. 
Um, but there was some genuinely funny stuff that had me on the floor when I was <laughs> when I was doing it. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, what was your, your whack bit, Brandon? So, um, my whack bit, I, just the part where they made Miss Janelle upset, because mm. fundamentally they did take away her son's DNA. True. Like, I was just like, she can't see his face in the clothes anymore. That is heartbreaking. <laughs> Aww. Like, we, the logical extension of that is heartbreaking. Oh, oh the thought of her one day having to un- unhelmet a plinth and see it's it's not. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's going to out eventually. Yeah. Oh. You know. <laughs> oh, I'm sad now. <laughs> you know. Oh, my oh, whack bit was just Rolf is just being in denial. Just yeah. Come on, yeah. guy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> do you, do you have a whack bit, Leslie? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> it's all great. It's all great. <laughs> it's all They're great. all my favorite. Yeah. Oh, only that I couldn't be on every single week. It was so fun. <gasps> oh. Cool. Well, now we have to yes. get you on. You're now a member of the crew. <laughs> I'm just a member of an, uh, you know, the crew for one episode a couple of years ago. Uh, but it's it's like a really nice thing that you know. You're, she you're a member of their hearts, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've turned up the volume on everyone's yeah. hearts. Well, it's cool to be part of a project that's taken off, and just I'm always amazed when I do listen to it. I'm like, this sound design and like this orchestra—it's mm. amazing. And I mean, I do my own podcast, but it's not—it's not anything like this. So it's very—it's mm. uh, awesome to be part of a project that's that's this well done, you know, and and this well celebrated. You know, a lot of people love the show, so it's it's an honor to be part of it. Speaking of, uh, what things would you like to plug? Oh, oh, plug! Oh goodness, yes, to listen to your podcast and everything. Um, yeah, I do a podcast. Um. So it's about sumo wrestling. And okay. Yeah, yeah. I lived Twist. in. I know. I I lived in Japan about twenty years ago, and uh, I started a long lifetime obsession with sumo wrestling. So my sister and I do a weekly podcast on sumo wrestling. But you don't have to be a sumo wrestler or or someone who watches sumo wrestling to to start listening because we explain everything to you. It's very informative, but it's super okay. silly. We fangirl out about uh, sumo wrestling. That's uh, you can follow us on all the social media. Sumo Kaboom is what it's called. And uh, yeah, we just wow. started it like right in January, which was uh at the time, we're like, I don't know how we'll have enough time to do all the research. And then it, there's been more than enough time lately. Yep. And all, all of my work and there's <laughs> nothing but yeah, time. My, mm. all of my work and my shows have all been canceled. So I found mm. it's actually been really great to be able to have this outlet. So um, that's uh, so f- that would be my number one plug. If you do want to have something fun to listen to. I had an improvised children's bedtime storytelling project that mm. I that I did a number of years ago, and uh, I it's uh, it's on uh, the Pinna uh, website, which is a subscription base. But I actually am not sure if it's still up there now. Anyway, you can go to my website uh, www.welovebedtimestories.com, and it's a bunch of bedtime stories. They're free; you can just listen to them. But there's a two-part episode where it's called the uh, Island Kingdom of Scumption, and you can hear uh, Jeremy on that one. He plays one mm. of the knights, and he's very, very, very funny. So it's for kids, but it's honestly, it's for adults, too, because if you're somebody who appreciates improvisers, uh, you you can hear the inside jokes and everything. But it's totally fun, and it's free. And so if, if you just want something fun to listen to, or if you have kids, or if you don't have kids, you can always just listen to one of those and uh, and enjoy. Okay. Did you want to read our, our social media, Miranda? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, our Facebook is Zix Fancast. Uh, our website is fancast.space. Uh, our Twitter is at Zix Fancast. Um, I put the Facebook twice for no reason. Uh, <laughs> our Patreon is patreon.com slash JTFA. <laughs> or our bit.ly link is bit.ly slash Clintillion. Mm. Spelled C-L-I-N-T-I-L-L-I-O-N. Perfect. Oh, we have merch also for no reason. Why not? <laughs> Bit.ly slash ZixFanCast or slash ZixMerch. Mm. Um, we also have a Discord server. 
which is bit.ly slash Z-Y-X-X-C-O-R-D. So Zixcord. Excellent. Um, and... You can email us at uh, zixfancast at gmail.com. And uh, as always, thanks to Mission to Zix for uh, letting us talk about the show and use clips and all sorts. Yes. Oh, also, I have a, I have a sci-fi fantasy tabletop RPG do, that I, yes. I wrote uh, called uh, Phase Shift. It's very, it's it's a bit wacky, but it's about space mercenaries fighting like galactic horrors or you know weird nonsense. But it's it's very you know I, I like it because it's very upbeat and not like horrorish or anything like that. <laughs> you could be a scientist who shoots a soul cannon at people. It's very silly. Excellent. And that's uh, robots.church, I believe? Yes. Robots.church is the website. Perfect. (laughs) Excellent. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on again, Leslie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. And it's really nice to actually meet some of the big fans of the show. And (laughs) and you guys are special. And it's really really fun for me. And it's it's awesome to know that people loved Miss Janelle. Mm. Would you say that we're your favorites? <laughs> you know I don't play favorites. Oh, good. But if I did, you'd be the favorite for today, both of you. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. And uh, I suppose uh, we'll end it with uh, toot, 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 toot. <laughs> kiss, thank kiss. You. Hug, hug. <laughs> oh. Kiss, kiss. Love, love. Love, love. Yes. <laughs> toot, toot, toot.